so many years. I tell you, um, there's no, there's nothing like it. It was a family situation all around. When I was a player, all the players were close, and then joining the staff, our staff was just amazingly close. So I can I know times that we would go traveling, recruiting, or to the women's final four, and our staff would always be together. And you know we'd go around to all these other people, and their staff wasn't as close as ours. I just feel very fortunate. Wanda was such a good leader and um, cared about us so much, and we felt that way. Every day when we were around her, we became close to her. I mean, we would go across campus. If you saw one of us, you saw three or four of us. It was just a unique situation, and I feel blessed that not only as a player, as a coach, I got to be in an atmosphere where I felt very welcome and I felt very cared about. And um, I just learned so many life lessons um, being in that type of atmosphere around her and around some of the quality assistance that we have and they felt the same way so it was a really good experience and I'm just thankful for the opportunity that I've had and that opportunity Campbell's given me as well as Wanda. And Maris, uh, people may not know this about you but you're one of the all-time assist leaders at Campbell, a great guard and you know back in your playing days a fantastic point guard and facilitator. Is that something that came natural to you or, or what was it like when you stepped on campus and you know got the ball in your hands right away? Um, I was always more of a player that liked to dish the ball than score. And, you know, Wanda, she's really, since she was a point guard herself, she's really, um, you know, takes time and, and wants a lot and expects a lot out of her point guards. And I was fortunate to have an All-American on my team. So pretty much, you know, the majority of times I fed the ball into her, she was putting it in the basket. So that always helps. But um, I knew what she wanted. She didn't make any bones about it, and I tried to follow along. And um, I had a, you know, a good career here, and I'm just thankful that I had the opportunity, like I say, to to be here at Campbell. What's neat too is not only did you play here, of course, and and we're part of a pioneering team that kind of helps make the transition from NAIA to Division One, sort of as women's college basketball is shifting through so much and in the 1980s, what, what, what was that like for just from the standpoint of, you know, not only moving levels, but playing different types of teams and, and kind of the whole sport itself was going through this dynamic change during your career? Mm-hmm. You know, we still, even though we were in AIA, we still played a lot of the teams that we ended up playing um, that are close around us out of conference. So I didn't really see that much change because Fortunately, we were successful playing um, the teams in NAIA as well as going to Division One. We were lucky. And, um, you know, it was just we could draw kids here because of the family atmosphere. You know, a lot of the coaches that we would play against would be like, it's just, it's just unreal to us how you could be so success, successful with the facility that you have. How are you guys recruiting? How are you guys doing it? And, um, you know, so it wasn't much of a change because we were still trying to and we were still able to attract the same type of athletes because when they came here, they felt at home. They felt the presence of the community support going into Carter Gym and they felt the presence of their coaches caring about them. So it really didn't change. You know, I can't really say that much of a change 
in the, the competitiveness because we were always competitive, whether we were in AIA or Division One. So I just think it was, you know, that we had the family type of atmosphere where we could draw some good athletes that wanted that. And we just, you know, competed with whoever we were playing against. For people who may not have had a chance to, to see your program, the men's basketball program, obviously play in Carter Gym, what was that experience like? And, and especially, you know, from one standpoint as a player and also, too, as a coach being a part of that for so many years. Oh, my gosh, it was awesome. I mean, I even when we got this gym, I was, you know, I was like, oh, I wish our kids could experience. Now, don't get me wrong. This is beautiful. And it's and it's a great place to play in the John W. Pope Convocation Center now. We're very appreciative and we needed it. But just the atmosphere of Carter Gym, it was unbelievable. I mean, we couldn't even hear ourselves think it was so loud. And people were on the floor. When you were throwing the ball in bounds, they were so close to you. I mean, you almost had to stand between them so it to throw the ball in bounds. It was an awesome atmosphere. And when they put the pet band in there during timeouts or in between halves or whenever, our kids could barely even hear us. But our winning percentage in there was so good just because, I mean, we were used to that type of atmosphere. I loved it. I loved it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And don't get me wrong, I might would have enjoyed the opportunity to play in a facility like this as well. But it was it was a great winning atmosphere. A lot of the times when you ask people about it, they mentioned the noise and, and kind of the deafening heat and noise coming together. Uh, what was that like as a player, just having that behind you, obviously the support, but then, too, um, just the ability to, to make it so hot and humid and, and try to battle those elements as well? Yeah, I think that was a plus for us because we were used to it. I can remember when Central Florida came to Carter for the first time and um, – the kids were warming up and they were stretching and I was coaching them. And when I walked by them, some of the kids said, coach, are you, are you going to turn the air on in here? And I was like, Oh yeah, I'll go over there. And I went over there and I flipped the fans on, <laughs> you know, there's fans that are on top and I walked back over at it. I went over there and I said, there's your air conditioner. I'm sorry. That's all we have. And so I think it was an advantage to us when it was warm like that and the, and, and the crowd yelling and all because we were so used to it. But when other teams came in, you know, I think it was a different type of atmosphere that they had to adjust to. So it was a great home court advantage. That That's really neat and a good perspective on that, Mary. Um, I, I know for you the transition to coaching was a, was a great one and, and one you certainly enjoyed, but – was there a conversation with, with, you know, at the time, obviously Wanda and, and someone that you had played for and worked with a little bit here and there? What was that like when, when she asked you to come back and coach? You know, my plans were I was a um, K through 12 uh, physical education major. And um, I had to come back an extra semester because I was a, a junior college transfer and some of my credits didn't transfer over. And, you know, I didn't really – think about coaching in college. I think, you know, a lot of natural point uh, point guards that they just have a natural knack for, you know, leading and um, coaching and stuff like that. I knew I wanted to coach. I was thinking the whole time I was probably going to coach in high school. And um, when Rhonda, she's who used to coach me and who has, you know, she was having a child. And when she had to step down, Rhonda called, um, she actually called myself and the All-American I was a talk, I was talking about, and both of us joined her staff. 
Uh, I thought it was a great opportunity for, I was came in as a grad assistant to get my uh, master's degree as well as get some coaching experience. And one thing led to the next and wow, coach for 32 years here. So I must've enjoyed it. Uh, I tell you, I learned life lessons under Wanda every day. She's such a good person. And um, I just thought it was a great opportunity and I never wanted to leave because of the family type atmosphere. Now, Mary, that's a great point because you mentioned the family and the community. W- what is something kind of building on that that keeps you inspired and keeps you motivated year out, year in and year out to, to stick around and, and build this program and just be a part of this group? I tell you, when we, you know, when I first started, it was amazing the the following um, of that we had of the community and the families and the, the the parents of the kids that would travel with us and go to games. It was just so unique that, you know, I mean, we would sit in the motels before the games and sit and talk with the parents. And um, it's, it's just so unique, the family type of atmosphere. And, and it just continued year after year after year. And it really never changed um, while I coached. And, and, you know, that's just, that's from our leader. That's what she preached. That's what she lives. That's what she set an example of. And not only did her staff follow her, our players followed her. She demanded respect. She wanted our players to respect the custodians up to the president. It didn't matter. She wanted everybody to be treated the same and she wanted, you know, she lived it. And so it was so easy to follow along and for us to keep that family type atmosphere and the parents loved it as well. And so they joined in with us. It's a, it's a unique experience. So I'm sure that's what helped keep me staying here at Campbell. No doubt. And, and we even see that, you know, here today and in the last few years as well, people in the same seat for every game saying the same stuff. And, and there's so many names that kind of sit right behind us at that broadcast table. But I, I'm curious, Mary, as a coach, is that something you guys tried to emphasize? You know, hey, reach out to these people or, you know, deliver tickets. I know you, we've done that in the past with, with your staff and, and many others. But how does that culture start to build just from a coaching standpoint, interacting with the fans? Well, I think, you know, if you let the parents, if when you take care of uh, parents' children and they know that you're in it for the right reason, they know that you're there to help teach their kids not only the game of basketball, the game of life, and that's what our, hopefully, our, I think our program did. We, we, we respected the kids. They respected us. They knew they were cared about every day um, and and. We treated every player the same. I don't care if you were a walk-on or if you were the superstar. Um, Wanda treated every player the same. And I think that the parents and the community felt that and saw that and realized that. And, you know, it, it was easy for them to jump on the bandwagon. It's easy for somebody to do that when they know that their child is being cared about or the program is being cared about. I think that's what really helped us in that long run. You know, one good player and especially a team there in the late 90s and early 2000s that, of course, won a conference title. But a couple of players I want to touch on from, from that team, obviously Janice Washington, who we've had on this podcast, and she coached with you guys uh, for many years, but also April Cromartie, who, who's still continuing to play and, you know, doing some great things as well. So what was it like having those two and just being a part of that particular group of, of young women who obviously had great success but were a fun team to work with as well? 
I'm tell you what, those two young ladies were awesome players for us. We were so lucky to get them. I can remember when I went to see um, April play and I came back and I told Wanda, she's probably would be one of the best players we've ever had here. She, we were fortunate that she played for a small division one school and she also knew coach Caldwell. So that was a plus for us. And after we got her, there were a lot of schools that wanted to take her away from, from us. Um, but I guess she enjoyed the family type atmosphere. The same thing with Janice. We got a phone call. We were fortunate to get her. Um, I think the only reason why we got her was because of her size and she was looking for a family type atmosphere and um wow what two good players i mean they were awesome players for us and they definitely helped our team win the championship um we just were lucky to get them and they they just did such a good job for us so mary if you don't mind take me into the time machine here and and let's go back gosh now 20 years and you're battling in an attack conference championship, and all of a sudden, boom, those final seconds tick off. You're, you're cutting nets. You know, you, Wanda, and the staff are, are celebrating. Take me through that moment, if you don't mind. Um, you know, there's nothing like that feeling. Um, it doesn't come as often as you would hope it would come. Um, and then we all, I would, we'd always sit down and tell every team that we, you know, each year that, of course, that's what you strive for, but until you actually get the feeling of that, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like nothing that, you know, that you can just describe to somebody. You have to actually get the feeling. It was an awesome feeling. And, 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 and you know, we've had a lot of teams that were close and, you know, and they deserved to, they deserved to have that feeling. But unfortunately, they didn't. But the, the closeness of those teams um, after it happens, just because you experience something that is, you know, unique and it doesn't happen as often as, as we would hope, it's just a feeling that's indescribable. And um, and your teams end up being, you know, we still, a lot of those players, we have so much good communication with them still. And it's just, it just changes things. It's, and then, and then it's, everybody says, you know, it's, it's not just about the win and it's just, all the hard work that we put together and it just all came together and you have to have luck on your side too. It's not just skill and, and, and you have to have a lot of luck, skill, timing and everything when it works out, it just, it's amazing feeling. That's all I can say. Absolutely, Mary. And, you know, between two different buildings, like you mentioned, coaching and Gore, uh, working in, in Carter gymnasium, the Carter dome for, for so many years, is it, neat just to think back and I guess my question would be so you, you spent a, a nearly perfect 30 years as a coach and, and working with Wanda and working with so many assistants how, how do you as you look at it now a couple years down the road from it just evaluate and, and sort of manage these emotions of oh man you know I influenced so many young people's lives over the course of, of 30 plus years you know um Coaching is teaching and teaching is coaching and I'm teaching now. And a lot of times I'll use the examples of some life lessons that when I'm teaching that I did when we were coaching. Um, I mean, it's just, it's, we still have and do a lot of things with former players and, you know, a lot of coaches have come up to us. Like I said, when we'd be, we'd be at the final four and, we would have 
eight or nine of our former players or a couple coaches with us. And then they would be like, wow, you know, the, the uniqueness of your program is just so different. The way these kids still keep in contact with you and, and follow you and, and y'all do things with them. And, and I think it's just because, like I say, our leader, she, she made all of us feel that way. And then, you know, we learn lessons from her and we try to make them feel that way. And it's just something that really just came natural because of the leader that our kids, you know, were understood that it was more than the game of basketball. It was lifelong friendships. It was a family. We bleed orange and black. And a lot of the kids that play for us will tell you they bleed orange and black because they were taught that the program, it's not just about you. It's about Campbell and it's about Campbell's family and the women's basketball program. And they bought in and we were fortunate that they did buy in and that it continued and you know we were just lucky like i say mary it's it's certainly neat you know obviously to to see and meet you at, near the tail end of your coaching career and now just see you around the gymnasium and around car, you know gore working all the time it's it's fascinating to get to know you and i'm glad we got to do this just to give fans a perspective of because you know you and wanda are two big pillars of this program in different roles but very similar and it was just great to sit down and, and chat with you to learn more about your story well, I appreciate the opportunity.